Welcome to the Don Pravda and Erica Gray show, The Twist. Welcome to The Twist. This is, I'm Erica Gray. And I'm Don Pravda. Welcome. And we're right now on the train to New York, but we thought we would just have a little chat on some of the events that are happening. There's a lot coming down the pike, isn't there, Don? Well, there's, there's, life never sleeps in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I'm talking There's about plenty world, of people around. Talking here. about world affairs. World affairs, absolutely. Europe. Uh, there's some treaty changes that are already being proposed that are in the works. And Guy Verhofstadt had an interesting tweet this morning of a proposal that actually utilizes one of the Lisbon Treaty articles concerning defense. And guess what, Don? It, it doesn't really involve NATO. I mean, it kind of involves NATO, but Europe is really looking to have its own defense. And that's apart from NATO, that of course will be a part of NATO. So we've got a real different pecking order that's beginning to form. Absolutely. Sorry, we're a little bouncy in this train. A little bouncy, but going to the Big Apple. Hey, listen, it looks amateurish, but so do a Bloomberg Quick Take. Bloomberg Quick Take just had a very amateurish uh, filming that looked just like ours, so I guess we're doing okay. But anyway, besides our new, the new pecking order, uh, it's interesting that Joseph Biden just met with Xi Jinping, and it looked like he toned down on Taiwan. Well, most populated country on earth. Better. Sorry. He toned down on Taiwan. Toned down. Because if you listen to the Chinese propaganda channels, and there's quite a few of them, there's a lot of material coming out on how the dollar is coming right. to its end and all the different moves that are being made by Iran, Saudi Arabia, just to name a few, Russia, and the different decisions that are being made to move away and that the U.S. should not have been weaponizing its dollar. And you also have on the financial channels, you have the right. talk of the central banks that are unloading dollars now. That's right. It seems like uh, we're on the, on the edge of recession and uh, hopefully not a depression. James, James yeah, yeah, another James, James Diamond of, of Chase has predicted recession. James Rickard is, right. is predicting Absolutely. recession. Hopefully we'll have Mr. Rickards on the show. He's going to be getting an invite. Absolutely. But these are really drastically changing times. I mean, we really are now in this empire age. How about that piece I read to you of a from a major Europhile uh, constitutional specialist, Mr. Duff, who talked about sovereignty and how sovereignty is the problem in this new age and that it's the sovereignty, the sovereign nations that are causing disruptions in this new order. What's your thoughts on that? Because well, Israel is a sovereign. There's one nation where we believe in the sovereignty of, of Israel. 
certainly agree with writers like Carolyn Glick. The only possible solution is a one-state solution. Whoop. Okay. There you go. And the only way to negotiate is with Arab nations from all over the Middle East, not just the Palestinians. And you were saying that the only solution is a one-state solution. Absolutely. But what's interesting about that is that Israel, of course, is a sovereign nation. But it's a sovereign nation that these the other nations want to seem to control. Yes. Israel is that country that everybody right. wants to control and tell what to do. And then there's that Palestinian issue. But I agree with you. The one-state solution is the way going forward. But what's what's of a concern is that when the ideology, let's say, of Europe is federalism and it moves away from the in, the nation state and the nation state as traditional and outmoded, you know, where then will Israel fit in this new order? Well, there's a lot of people who want it in their order. They want to control Israel. They want to embrace Israel, and yet they don't want it to possibly expand. And Israel is, is fighting along its borders. It's threatened. And uh, nevertheless, of every nation on earth of its size, which is about the state of Vermont and New Jersey, it's Israel that gets the most attention out of any little country in the entire universe. It really does, doesn't it? It does. It's an obsession with this little sovereign state and its rights to control itself, which is what, that is the idea of the creation of Israel since 1948. Its own territory, its own land, its own place in the world. And of course the cornerstone is the Jewish people returning to the uh, chosen land of Israel. Well, and the other piece of it is that, again, we quote Verhofstadt, but Verhofstadt stated that the smaller nation states will need to come under the umbrella right. of the bigger empires. According to them. Yes, according to them, that they will need that protection. And that's another piece on one of the Chinese propaganda channels. And of course, I always refer it to the Chinese propaganda channels because there's about four of them but on, uh, that I've come across. But on one of the Chinese propaganda channels, it talked about the uh, European Union being projected to have over half a billion in its market, which by the way, it had over a half a billion. It was about 513 billion, or excuse me, million citizens. So excuse me, my bad, my bad. 513 million, half a billion citizens. It's already a third larger than the United States. And, but China was talking about it because now you have Brexit and when Brexit took place, they lost a good number of citizens because of course they were in the UK. But China now is recognizing that this is going to be a pretty powerful empire and they're trying to get in good with Europe. So it's also interesting that at this time, when this is becoming a chief aim of China, that the Joseph Biden seems to do a turnaround a bit on China. 
and tries to also establish now better relations. So it's going to be interesting to see how all of this unfolds. And of course, Israel's place in all of this. Absolutely. It's a wild world. And uh, everybody's trying to make a play for Israel. In fact, uh, and sadly, may Taiwan be, be independent and free? surely hope China has no intention of invading. Well, that's what was stated, that they didn't have the intention on Taiwan. And also you had Biden backing down on Taiwan as well. So that will be an area we're looking to see play out. But you're seeing the empires now in competition. Yes. Of course. And in competition now for those relations. And I think that one thing I'll say about Vladimir Putin was he really understands the multipolar order and he played it and he actually hedged Russia. He used the other empires as a hedge for the Russian economy, which literally defied U.S. sanctions and Western sanctions. That was pretty, pretty smart on his part or the Russian government's part. There seems to be less emotion and support for the Ukraine at this time. There's dwindling interest, less support, and of course there's wonder, when will this ever end? Will there be a treaty in the near future? Well, and there's also the issue of the rocket that hit Poland. The, now there are talks on the rebuilding of Ukraine. And of course, everybody stands to earn a lot of money. You have the European Union expanding its defense, lots of money to be earned there, as well as in the rebuilding of Ukraine, lots of money for those contracts. Sure. Anticipate, it's like the, uh, the end of World War II, the anticipation for the rebuilding of Europe was an enormous task which was accomplished relatively short amount of time. Which, by the way, Israel should most likely be getting in on some of the defense. I know they just they just signed uh, with Germany uh, for the various, those missiles. I forgot the name of the missiles again. <laughs> the Apollo missiles. What is it? Apache <laughs> missiles. It's some missiles. Okay, so they signed and they're giving Germany, but yeah, Israel stands to benefit. The question is, will the U.S. benefit as our dollar is, is on its way out? Because nobody likes us anymore. Well. Europe is miffed because we're gouging with our gas prices. Nice thing to do to our friends. And let's slowly watch. What is the future of shale? What is the future of natural gas? I think we may be seeing a lot of players in the industry now in the near future. What do you think, Eric? Natural gas, shale, uh, An area to keep an eye on. And... My guess would be there's going to be more fracking rather than less fracking. It's been a... Uh, it's been a winner financially for the state of Pennsylvania, and I think more is to follow in this country. 
Well, and there's also the, the push for the green economy and the energy efficient and the growth that will come from that as well. But very interesting time. And we'll be commenting more and following these developments. But in the meantime, any final words, Don? Say, may God be kind and merciful, and may God help us. Yeah, we're going to need it here in the United States because you're going to see Don and I, like when the dollar tanks, we're going to be like, it's going to be like the Titanic ship that goes down. So it's going to be very eventful. The U.S. will experience what it has never experienced before. Well, what it since the Great Depression. Anyway, folks, till next time, subscribe to our channel. Check out our Amazon store. And we're going to be featuring products we're going to want you to take a look at. And we'll be talking about some of those on the show. Until next time, stay tuned for more. Tune in next time for more from Don Provder and Erica Gray for their twist on world news.